Today's daf is daf dalit, and the Gemara now begins. Shaliach, what the case of a shaliach? We said a shaliach is meviv ain't correct because it's not his land. That's what we said until it comes to bikurim. Like you send someone to take a bikurim for you, then he, he can he's meviv. He can bring the bikurim, but he cannot make do the mikra mikrim because he cannot say this came from my land. I've just repeated myself. But anyway, let's continue. So Rabbi Yossi said that Rabbi Shuma Melakish B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan said, That's only if at the time when the owner picked the Bikurim, he had in mind to send it via Shaliyah. Why? If he wanted to do it, and then actually decided, actually, I'd change my mind, someone else is going to Shalom, I'll get him to take it. Then he cannot send it with somebody else. It says, so Chasal Chasal is Messiah. He didn't complete it. He didn't explain what the difference is. So Rabbi Yonah, however, Mechasal, Rabbi Yonah, what did complete is we'll see. Rabbi Zira said, Rabbi Imi said, Rabbi Shumar Lakish, B'Shem Morashai said, B'Shelakta Nashacham Biyadacher. So once again, the same idea. That's when he that's that's when he picked them in order to send it with uh, Shaliach. Avalim Laktam Leviam Hu. If he wanted, if he initially picked them for himself to take and then changed his mind, Loishachem Edacher. He cannot send it by Shaliach. Why? Shakol ha bikurim sheniru liitur bikriya. All bikurim that from the outset, that kriya, it was ratwil of kriya. Meaning it was, and therefore kriya, meaning mikra kurim was going to matir it. Then einunitrim elabakriya. Then the only way that they're going to be mutar is through kriya itself. So we'll see this how this works in a minute. This is a bit like Harui Labila, like Harui Labila Well, actually, that's not exactly the case. Well, that's actually I'm getting ahead of myself. But the idea is, is that if you pick it, let's do Chazar again. If you pick it in mind for Shaliach to take it, then from the outset it was never Raui Lakriya. The Shaliach himself was going to be the one that was going to take it to Yerushalayim, and it, it, was, it was never Raui for Kriya, and therefore the Shaliach can bring it to Yerushalayim. And then offer and, and take this bikur in. However, if you brought, if you picked it with in mind that you were going to bring it to Shalayim, then it's ra'uila kriya. Then it, these fruit required kriya to matir it. So therefore, if you send it with somebody else, well, they're not going to be able to fulfill the mitzvah of kriya because it's not theirs. So therefore, you can't send it with somebody else. Okay, clear. So Amar Abmana says, says, even though I didn't hear Rabbi Yossi say it explicitly, but we can still quite hear what will mash from here is that Rabbi Yossi agrees with this idea. Because it says, Amar Abzira Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi said to us, Nihira, do you recall Kadit Amrit Hadad Rabbi Yossi? We can explain what Rabbi Yossi said. But Amar Rabbi Yossi Barchanina, Manita Pligi, it disargues, because it says, Hafrish Bikura, Vacharkach Machasadeh, Mevimino Koreh. He said, if someone is mafish bikurim, and then he sells a field, what he says, Mevi can bring the bikurim, but he doesn't can't, doesn't do mikra bikurim. So how does that work? So we say, In other words, we have this other Mishnah that says that if if someone, he's mafish bikurim and then sells a field, he says, Mevi bikurim. But one second, why don't we say the same idea once again, that initially it was ra'ui, it was fitting for kriya, and if you sell it now, you won't be able to bring bikurim at all, because there's no kriya that's negative, you can't do kriya to matirat, because it's no longer your land. You sold the land to somebody else. So again, the answer is, how do we explain that? Mishnah, it says, That's when, at the, in the very beginning, when you pick the food, you knew fully well you were going to sell it. 
Okay, and then you and you had dark tesela, and therefore it wasn't right with the kriya that we say that now the kriya is going to be akir. Okay, um, I'll just read Rav Chaim. He says she frish bikurav faraya badat olim crossedal hilkach mitchila no niru litur bekriya. Since from the outset you had intention to sell the field before you bring the bikurim, it was never had the um had the din on this fruit that it required kriya to matter it. And that's exactly what that's what we mean. Rabbi Yossi holds kavate. Just like a sheliach, we say it really depends on the intent of the person who's picking it. The ayibishalaktan. Therefore, when's the only case where the sheliach can bring it? If it was jadatan, bishalaktan, the shalachan aliyadayacher. When the first original intention was to send it with a sheliach. Rabbi Yossi also says the same thing. The only way a person who sells his field can bring the bikurim that he picked prior to selling the field is also if it was Okay. So very simply, just to summarize, I'm not sure if it was, I, I did it so clearly, but the idea is once again that if you've got bikurim that is ra'uilakriya, meaning it was picked in a in a in a circumstance in the environment where the owner was meant to bring your shlaim and he could have done mikra bikurim. Then the only way you can matter that bikurim is if the owner goes ahead and does kriya. Okay? And therefore you can't send it by shaliach. Because the shaliach can't do kriya, and therefore the kohen will be able to eat it. However, if from the outset, so therefore what's the case of a shaliach? What's the case of the person who sells a field? That is if from the outset it was al-dat to send it by shaliach. Or al-dat, I was going to sell the field. That's rebiosi rebiosha aligning with one another. Because then it wasn't right oil kriya from the outset. Okay, let's continue. Now I've got a question. The Ilan, what happens with Zemna Mishnah that if the tree itself becomes Yavesh, dries out, Ilan, or the tree itself got cut from the ground, what's that case? That case we said it can, it is Meviva Inu Kore. So read Rab Chaim, we learn later in this Mishnah above, it says, Meviva Inu Kore, but time and Nami Kida Arma, like this, because you can't say it's my land. Because this is if he doesn't have land. Since the tree is avad minakarka, it's no longer attached to the land. Because the and, and, and that would be the same din, meaning <coughs> since it no longer since no longer ta- this fruit that came from the tree is no longer attached to the land. We're assuming that the ikar is like the tree itself. It's ki'ilu, the land's gone. It's like as if you sold the land of which the fruit was underneath. And then the same thing, but there it says mevi. The question of the question here is you pick the fruit and then or the spring that was that was uh, giving it life, giving it water, it was dried up. Okay? So therefore, So the kasher is, but one second, when I picked the fruit, it was right kriya, and only after that did the tree pull out of the ground. So why? So how can you bring it to line? Didn't you say if it was nearly tor that in the beginning, if kriya applied to it, kriya is if you like ma'akir? So we say, um, and then Gemara says, no. Od he biyavesh b'shatarishona. We're talking about where he picked it only after the tree dried up or after the milan dried up. Okay. And therefore, from the very outset, it wasn't Ra'uila Kriya, and that's why he can bring it Mavi Ba'inu Okay? So the assumption in all this, in all what we've been saying now, that if it's Ra'uila Kriya, Kriya is Ma'akir. Okay? But now we ask a question, this is where I got ahead of myself before, we ask the Kriya Ma'akir. Who says Kriya is Ma'akir? However, because So let me just uh, explain a bit. We said before the Kriya is not Me'akev. Um, I'll just, uh, I'll read Rav Chaim. says, Bitmiya asks, 
וכי אם מביאין הוא עצמו ממעכב והקריאה, והלהד ישינין ולנר ברייטה להנה ולסי לרון, הקריאה איז נוט מעכב. וכמן שכן, מה אמרת לא ישכם מאחדת, so what do I care if I, in other words, the question is, קריאה, if I bring it to Yerushalayim, I'll forget to do קריאה, it works. So why, why, why am I saying now that if I pick it as a Ruler I can't send it by Shaliyah because Shaliyah can't do Kriya? Kriya anyway is not Ma'akev. So I don't need it to, I don't need the Shlech to be able to say it. Okay, then you're the Elba Kriya, but Shaliyah lo mati likrot, vahakriya ain't a Ma'akev a klal, it doesn't Ma'akev. So Amar HaShmuel Bar Yitzhak, he says, no, ha-ra'ui lakriya ain't a Ma'akev a Ma'akev it. In other words, if it's in an environment where it's ra'ui lakriya, Meaning, then ain't a Kriya me'akeva. So in other words, if I'm going there presenting myself and I'm able to do Kriya, and I forget to do Kriya, then it's okay. However, if it's not Ra'ul Kriya, for example, I sent it through, a, it was from the outside, I picked it for myself, and I sent it through a Shaliyah, and that Shaliyah is unable to do so, then it's me'akeva. We have a very similar parallel thing we see all over Shas as well. That's Ra'ul Bila and Bila Ma'akev. Which is, in other words, certain, certain processes sometimes are, they might not be me'akev, provided that the person is able to do so. In other words, he might have forgotten it or something. However, if under any circumstance he's not able to do it, then, then that's a problem, then it's me'akev. Okay? So that explains that situation. That's a distinction. If I go to Shalayim with my Bikurim and I forget to do, and it would forget to do Korea, okay, Pesedi, you've got to do Korea, it's not me'akev, the Kohen can eat it. Um, eat the Bikurim. However, once again, if I should have done Kriya because I picked it for myself to Yerushalayim, and I sent it to Yerushalayim, and my Shalech is unable to say Kriya, then Kriya is Ma'akev. Because there ain't a real Kriya, Kriya is Ma'akev. Okay. Now it says as follows, What happens if you pick it to send it via Shalich? It says, You should send it, Aleph should, it says, Ruchaim adds here, it says, Lakan biyad Acher, meaning, the challah ha-shaliyach, and that shaliyach became sick, then lo yishalcham be'adacher, you can't pick another shaliyach to take in him instead. Why shema yimalech hulaviyam? Now what's the concern that you might end up taking it yourself? In other words, I'll just read the, the pshat and then explain what the, the two different explanations of what's going on here that I'll bring. It's saying, if you were, it's initially picked it, that Reuven will take it. Reuven gets sick, you can't get Shimon to take it for you. Why? The concern is because if you if we let you send it while, through anybody else, you might end up taking it yourself to Yerushalayim. Now, what could possibly be wrong with that? So, the, um, the Reb Chaim says, uh, he says, uh, And you think you don't have to do Kriya. Because a Shaliyach wouldn't have to do Kriya, I think I wouldn't have to do Kriya. And then you might end up being the Vatel the Mitzvah of Kriya. So better you don't send it with anybody else, so that you don't take Yerushalayim and you don't do the Mitzvah of Kriya. Therefore, you can only send it with a shliach you intended to do first, because if you think, if we think that when I do, when I pick it, it doesn't really matter who I think, because I can always change my mind and send it with somebody else. In other words, because Reuven can't bring it, I may take it myself and think since Reuven was going to take it, he couldn't do Kriya. I don't have to do Kriya either, and I'm about to the mitzvah of Kriya. Which is very interesting, by the way, because according to where Reb Chaim is reading it, that really, Mikardin, what's the story? If I tend to pick it, so I, I picked it with intention that a shleach would take it, who can't do Kriya, and then Mikardin, if I take it myself, I would do Kriya, which is a bit hard to understand because we thought it defined that whether Kriya's in, in integral component seemed to be defined by what your intention was at the time of picking it. That, that's why it's interesting here is the, um, the Rasurilio. 
He says, Lo yishachem biyad acher. That's, he says, uh, that's a Shimon, but he says, Levi, whatever, it's a different example. V'gazur hachi. So he won't bring it and it become to rot. Why? Because you've got a problem of something um, and it sounds like it sounds like what I understand here I might be mistaken, but it sounds like he wouldn't be able to bring it at all, right? Because it says and they'll have to be left to rot. It sounds like, which sounds like a very different explanation of the Rokhain. Anyway, let's continue. Rabbi Aval says, "B'shem Rabbi Yochanan, Hayorish mevi ve'inukra." Someone who's a Yorish, an heir, he brings bikurim. He doesn't do mikra bikurim. So the question is, man and kind, what are you talking about? Im yorsha bechayav. If the father gave it to the son while the father's still alive, then it's a shaliach. What's the difference? Obviously, we know shaliach is mevi ve'inukra. So shaliachu. Vim lachami tataviv. If it's after the father died, well, shalohen. It's his property. So why can't he do mikra bikurim? So the Gemara says, We're talking about now, if the father was very uh, gravely ill. And in that situation, you might think that the son can, uh, that the son will be able to maybe end Korah. So I'll just read Rav Chaim. He says, Since it's mamash, imminent that he's going to be Yoresh, then you might think, that even though the father might be Begoses, might be gravely ill, still the son, if he's going to bring it, would be in the capacity of a shaliach, so maybe the ain't no correct. Next case. Ktiv. We haven't done sheets in a while, so I'll share a sheet here for this suya. It says as follows. So you should, uh, you and your, uh, that Hashem has given you, so you should t- take pleasure in all the good that Hashem has given you, you and your household. What's that mean? What's the learning here? We learn from here that, let's say we've got the, the wife brings in property to the marriage, property like that, that the husband can bring Bikurim and also do Mikram Bikurim. That's what we learned from that Passover. That's what we learned from the Ulevetecha. Okay? Now, Rabbi Shimon Melakish says, what are we talking about? He must be talking about after the, <coughs> after the, the wife has passed away. Okay? But while she's still alive, lo, not. Why? Because he holds, all the husband has in his wife's property during her life is what's called kinyan, kinyan peyrot, which means a right to benefit from the produce, the, the fruit that grows off. Okay. But the land itself still belongs to his wife. So he holds kinyan a peyrot love kinyan a goof dummy. Therefore, it's not his land. So he can't do, he can't do the kriya. So therefore, it must be referring to lacharanita when he's yoresh her. That's what the pasuk's referring to. We'll see. We'll explain his shitter in, in a minute. So, the um, that's what we're seeing here in that left hand bottom. Rabbi Yochanan says no. It makes no difference either way. He holds right. It is. It is as if he owns having right to the fruit as if it's is as if he owns the land underneath it as well, and therefore we can do mikrabikrim. Now the question is, what's behind this debate? In other words, where, what's interesting, what comes out of this sugya, where did Reb Shimon and Lakish Reb Yochanan both get their positions regarding Kinyan Aperot if it's Kinyan Aruguftami? And it's Mamash from this sugya. That's, that, that's interesting. In other words, this broader debate regarding Kinyan Aperot, Kinyan Aruguftami or not is actually learned from this here. Why? Because Reb Shimon and Lakish says, Kedate, also got an opinion. The Reb Shimon, sorry, the Reb Shimon and Lakish Amar, Adam Yoreshitishto Devartor. That he holds that a person is Yoresh, his wife, Dintor. Okay. So therefore, if a man can, is, if it's a Xerotakatu, if the Torah is, teaches us that we can yorish your wife din Torah, 
That means this Gzerat HaKatov that's talking about Hashem Tzvonachalavetecha can be talking about Achar Amitah. Because meaning Achar Amitah belongs to the husband, therefore the Torah can be talking about something after Mitah. So therefore the Gzerat HaKatov can be safely referring to Lachar Amitah, and it's teaching Adam that, that he can be Mukurim Achar Amitah. And it doesn't have to be talking about Bechayim, because therefore, you know, Kinyana Perelam, Kinyana Guftami. The Pasuk can be referring to that point, that's the point. How Rabbi Yochanan doesn't say that. He says that Adam whether a man is Yorish's wife, Achar Mitzah, is actually um, not Minatora. The Oraita husband doesn't Yorish his wife. So therefore, the Torah can't be talking about Achar Mitzah because it doesn't belong to him. So therefore, it must be talking, the Xerot HaKatov must be talking about while she's still alive. And if it's only while she's still alive, it must be the Torah's teaching us this special din of Kinyan Perakin, you know, Dutami. You see? In other words, what started out looking like the debate was, oh, Kinyana Peru, Kinyana Guftami, it's almost like Kinyana Peru, Kinyana Guftami is a, a ramification or a, a derivative of this debate of whether a person, Adam Yoreshetishto or not, and therefore what's his pastoral for teaching us as Matab Cholotov, Shantam Hashem Again, Rabbi Shimon says, Dami, it's a person, Kinyoreshetishto, Acharmita, Minator, therefore the pastor is teaching us that, you know, Acharmita, he can bring him Bikurim of his wife. Rabbi Yochanan says the Torah doesn't, it can't be talking about that because that's not in the Torah. So it must be talking about during a lifetime and therefore Kinyan Kinyan Guftami. Let's continue. Rabbi Yochanan B'Shem Rabbi Rav Hoshai. I'll just close that sharing. Let's continue. So um, Rabbi Yochanan B'Shem Rabbi Hoshai. Hanacha me'akevet, ain't a kriya me'akevet. In other words, you have to, when you come to basic mystery, the Bikurim, place it down on the floor. We'll learn about that in, in more detail. But kriya itself, like we've already learned, is not me'akev. Right? Hara'uila kriya in a kriya ma'akev, as you said before. This is a Mishnah in, uh, in Makot that, um, that if someone eats bikurim before kriya, he can get malchus for it. Meaning a kohen who eats it before the mikra bikurim. So it sounds like a kriya ma'akev, no? So Roshai says, it said, Rabbi Hudo, says, no, that's rich there, Rabbi Akivahi. There's a makloket. We find quite clearly here there's a makloket whether kriya ma'akev or not. Let's continue. Rabbi Yossi, by Yehaid and Rabbi Akiva, where's this Rashida Rabbi Akiva? So Ravmana says, Shamit ma'aba. I've heard from Abba, we've seen this expression a few times, meaning Ravmana heard from his father, which was Rabbi Yona, which we see featured quite a lot in Yerushalmi. says, Tani hanacha me'akevet. Ena kriya me'akevet, that's a chachamim. He had this teaching, I assume a brighter, that, uh, that hanachaz me'akevet kriya's not, that's shita chachamim. And Rabbi Akiva amar, Omer, sorry, the Kiva is the one who says kriya me'akevet. So again, that Mishnah that says the coin gets malchus, if he eats Bikurim before Kriya, that must be talking about Rebbe Akiva. Okay. Now, um, here. Now, I just want to so preemptively close, I um, didn't share my screen, but I'll show you this piece now. This is the next question. Where do we know? Now, the question is, why is it that Hanacha is Ma'akev? So, from where do we know this? So, Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Akiva, Baracha, B'Shem Rabbalaza says, Because since... Despite the fact we've mentioned previously that if Kriya, um, some people do Kriya, some people don't, meaning there are many cases we've seen so far, you bring Bikrim to Beis Migdash, but you don't do Kriya. When it comes to Hanacha, everyone does it. That's why Hanacha is not kevet. Okay? Um, I'll read Rambachayim, Shakol mevin Bikrim mitzuvim b'anacha. Aval Kriya sheesh mevin ve'eno korim, but Kriya seems to be bringing down to Kriya after Elu Shakurim, therefore those that can do it is not Ma'akev. So in other words, since there's a mitzvah on every person to do Anacha, that's why it's Ma'akev. Rabbi Tanchuma says differently. He says, 
Because the Torah mentions the word Hanach, it says twice. The fact that it's Meshana, it says it twice. A lot of the times we see in in, in the Gemara, when the Pa'ul, the Drasar of the Chazal, that if it repeats something twice, it's Ma'akit. Okay, so Amara Mari, uh, so Amara Bi'aba, Mari Tarte. These two understandings of Yazar actually, because, again, the first one is Rabbi Yaakov brought the name Rebbe Yazar, and Rebbe Funa brought the name Yazar. So these two different reasons of this, that we have here on the chart, they're actually based on two different, um, a different machlok between Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Because Chadas Karabah, Yehuda or Chagarabanan. Chadak Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Malat Sorach Nishnit. According, this is a different machlok. This is a machlok in Mesepta Makot. And Bavli is mentioned. Um, the, the question is, he says, how do we know that Tnufa, a waving of Bikurim, applies to Bikurim? Okay? So he says, the fact that it's Nishnet repeated twice, right? The, the fact that uh, he understands, we learn from that, the concept of Tnufa. Okay? So you see that it's not superfluous, the second mention. And therefore, because it's not that it's Latzorech, Nishnet, Therefore, that's why Rabbi Yaakov brought in the name of Sherebel Yezer, Lazar, sorry, that, um, that it had different reasons. No, he gave a call, that's why it's market. However, Rabban and Umar Shalolat Zorich, the Chachamim there that learned that Tnufa is actually learned from something else, from the Gzer Shavi Yad Yad, because the Lakach Kona Tenemi Adecha, and it says Yad by Shlamim that we learned there as well, that there's Tnufa, they learned that, um, a, there's a different source from where we learned Tnufa Babi Kurim. Okay? So therefore, is actually one of them is superfluous, and that's why that second understanding fits in with Rebbet and Chuma. The Reb Huna said that the reason why it's Ma'akev is because Sheshina Alav, because it repeated. Okay. Next Mishnah. If someone purchases two trees in his friend's property, he can bring Bikurim, but he cannot do Mikra Bikurim. Because understanding is if I purchase two trees, I, the, the land underneath that I do not own. Okay? Therefore, I can't do the Kriya saying it's on my land. Remera says, he brings it because once you purchase two trees, you purchase a land underneath it. What's enough? Enough is if the tree dies, you can plant another tree there. Okay? That's if you purchase land underneath it. And a big enough community for us is whether you can do Migrabi Kriya. Okay? Um, I just want to add one important point here. Reb Chaim quotes uh, um, here. It says as follows. If you, if you purchase three trees, Clearly, everyone agrees that you can bring Mikurim and you make Mikurim. Why? Because when you purchase three trees, you purchase land underneath it. If only purchase one tree, you don't bring Mikurim Bichlal. So what's the din of two trees? It says, um, because, sorry, the reason why they said, because have a in other words, when the Chachamim in the beginning of the Mishnah say, if you purchase two trees in your friend's field, that is because it's a suffix. Because if it was one tree, you don't bring it all. Because you don't own the land. So you can't even bring Bikurim it. However, if you, uh, if it was three trees, you do own the land, and the two trees is a suffix, that's why you may be in a A lot of the times we say that's, a, that's the explanation may be in a Okay? That's going to be important in a moment. That's why I went into that detail. What about Yavesh Hamayan Menik Tzatzailan? Mevi be in a Korea, Rebuda says, Mevi be Korea. 
Um, this is the same case where the tree was, you know, cut down or the ma'ayan, the spring that watered and gave it support, it, gave this tree is like life support dried up. Then once again, Chachamim says, as if you've got no land, maybe even a Korean, Rabbi Yudha says, no, maybe for Korah. You can bring the Korah. Okay? And uh, Rabbi Yudha says, and do Kriya. So the Gemara is going to analyze that debate soon. Now, One says, second, so if, if you lease the land, you technically don't own it only for the six months of the season. Is it your Bikorim to bring or not? Uh, we talked about uh, we talked about a a um, what's it called a apitrop uh, the previous Mishnah. Not the chops. We talked about an aris and a choker, didn't we? Did we talk about aris and a choker? Yeah, we had that. We had aris and a choker. Someone has a working arrangement in someone else's field. Yeah, but I'm talking about he leased here the whole field. Chakira, chakira. I, 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 I might be getting get a bit ahead of myself. I thought we talked about Aris and Achoker already. Well, they, they they need to bring the hello. Can you hear yeah. me? I hear they, you. They need to bring the 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 the, 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 the leaser, the lease, the one who leases it. He needs to bring the bikurim. Yes. Yep. So then, why by the trees he doesn't? Because we uh, just say that the land is yes for the one or the two trees. I. I understand. I, I know that from... from ah, sorry, I'm wrong. I, I, again, I got ahead of myself. It's later on. It's the mission at the end of the parak. Um, okay. uh, we'll, we'll talk about Anaris and Achoker when we get there. It's still uh, uh, two, two, in two days' time. Mr. Shem on Friday, we'll pick up on it. Right? Um, that talks about Anaris and Achoker in terms of does rental or work arrangements, that does that give you a Kenyan and Gufa Karaka enough that it's into your land, you can maybe be correct. Okay? Um, so we'll get to that. Um, fine. Um Let's uh, continue. Where was I? Here. Now, the next Gemara says, So from, in other words, you're meant, you're meant to bring Bikurim from, we said, Shavuot until Sukkot. If someone from Sukkot between Chanukah, in that time, he can bring Bikurim, however, Eino Koreh. Why? Because since the Torah says, V'samachta, right? Ein Kriya Elabesh, the Kriya happens, it's only a time V'samachta, where you take pleasure in it. From Atzeret to Chag, Reb Chaim says, is shat simcha hi. it's a shot of Simcha. Why? Because that's a time when someone's collecting all their harvest. After Chag, after Sukkot, despite the fact you cannot do Kriya anymore because it's no longer a time of Mamash Simcha, it's like past the party time, if you like, then, mevi, uh, then you can still be. That still, as long as it's matsui as long as it's still found growing, even though it's on time of simcha, you can still bring, which is ad Chanukah. Okay, so we've got three. It depends really on the time. From from Shavuot to Sukkot, that's a time of simcha. You can move the kore. From Sukkot to Chanukah, that's still ma'artzacha, but it's not time of simcha. That's why you can bring mivi ve'eno kore. And after that, you'll see in a moment you will be able to bring it at all. However, Rabbi Yehuda says he's not choshish for that. He's a mivi ve'kore. Okay, let's do the Gemara. Now, Rabbi Yossi Bachanina says, Baikana ilan echad, lokana karka, shnaim lokana karka. says, I don't understand, Rabbi Yossi Bachanina says, for one second, if you purchase one tree, you don't acquire the land. If you purchase two trees, you don't acquire the land. That's Chachamim, no? So, echad enu mevi kolikar, and shnaim mevi ve'enu koreh. He said, if you purchase one tree, you don't bring it at all. And you purchase two trees, you bring, but don't do mikrabikrim. He said, I don't understand. Now, we explain, according to the Bavli, that that is because true trees is a suffix whether you own the land or not. Okay. However, your, the, the response is Amalei Rebelazar. He says, Milin de Tzrichen Rabbanim Beit Vada. These kashas that are brought by the Chachamim in the base Midrash Atashal, you're asking me. So what's even the question here? 
Um, yeah, Reb Chaim says, This is the, the, this is a problem that's been bothering the, 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 the Beit Midrash. And you're asking me in the Beit Midrash now in order to embarrass me? Right? It's like, it's like asking these, uh, take all questions just to show me up. Like, you know, I don't, uh, he's, he's caling him out on that. Okay, let's continue. The Rebuda understands that the Ikar, um, the Ikar, if you like, Sustenance of these uh, of the fruit. Now let's just remember what Rabbi Huda says because Chachamim says Rabbi says no. Even if the tree was cut down, you can still viva korek. Now what's the what's behind Rabbi Huda? He says he treats the tree like kashin, meaning he treats the tree like stalks of a um, uh, stalks like the stalks of, of wheat, for example. That even if it's cut, it's fine because the ikar chiyud is coming from the adama. And if the Adama is still there, so it don't matter if the tree has been cut down. The reader of Chaim just make it clearer. He says, He treats like the stalks of like normal grain. Despite the fact you cut the, cut the stalks down, there's no problem. You can still bring wheat for Bikurim. So too with a tree. Because the ikad sustenance is from the ground, and even if the tree comes down, it's like the stalk's being cut down, and the ground's still there. Right? The priyakarkahu v'loilan. He he thinks a fruit is considered pre-adama, if you like, and not pre-etz. That's what it sounds like. Whereas, um, fine. Tamantanina berech ala peirotilan borei priyadama yatsa. If someone takes an apple and he makes a borei priyadama, we know he's yotzer. So Reb Chizkiyah b'shem Rabbi Yaakov barada. That sounds like Rabbi Huda and Amishna, because Rabbi Huda says the ikar chiyot of this, this fruit, in our case, the grapes for, say, bikurim, is coming from the ground, so therefore I don't care if the, the trees, trees, trees drop down. Therefore, it seems Rabbi Huda's of the shita, you can make priyadama on fruit. It must be only rich because Chachamim seem to say the ikar chiyot is coming from the tree. It's not a priyadama, it's a priyets. So the havamin at this stage is a chachamim, you couldn't say priyadama, because you must be saying priyets. Because again, in niktatza ilan, that's it. If Kirchiyot is there, you wouldn't be able to do Mikra Bikurim. So Amrab Yossi knows Sivri Akolhi. Everyone agrees. Why? Because Peratilam Biklal Peratadamab, Aim Peratadamab, Biklal Peratailan. This is kind of the answer we brought back in Sakhta Brachot. That Peratailan is a subset of Priyadama. Okay? So even though Chachamim say, no, this pre, it's a pre-etz. Okay, meaning Ikrachiyot is coming from the tree, and therefore in the case of Bikurim and Ktatza Ilan, you cannot do Mikra Bikurim. Okay, because you can't say Adamash Natatali. Nonetheless, when it comes to Brachot, Priet is a subset of Priyadama. So therefore, if you make Priyadama, it's like, it's like saying a Shahakol on a fruit, because Shahakol is a much broader Bracha that encompasses all these other things as well. It's just in general, we try and make the most, it's more Kavodik, if you like, to make the more specific Bracha. So therefore, Chachami would agree. Let me just finish the sentence. That's why you can't, uh, if you can't make very Priyets on a, uh, on, uh, no, say a cucumber, because a Priyadama isn't a subset of a Priyets. Okay. Um, I'll just introduce the topic just to get into the daf, and we'll see really do this again tomorrow. So Rabun Bar Kahana says, What if you sold a field with all the uh, fruit still there in the field? Can the lokeach now bring bikurim? Because before we're talking about if you pick the fruit and then sold the field. But the lokeach now purchased a field with all this fruit ready to go. Can he bring bikurim? 
And it says, and why not? And obviously, it's going to be a much more of a question as we'll continue tomorrow. All right. Call to everyone. Have a good day.